Hey Study Buddies, Omar here. Now we do not have a regular session this week where we are discussing an episode of Buffy or Angel. Instead, what you are about to hear is our panel from WeedonCon 2017 that we got to host this last weekend featuring our very good friends from Hellmouthy. It was so much fun and we had so many awesome Scoobies come out to participate. Now, unfortunately, the audio is a little scratchy because we just popped the microphone onto the table. And for about half the panel, we're trying to get a video element working. So you'll kind of hear that going on in the background. But nonetheless, it was such a blast. It was such an honor. And I'm really glad we get to share this with you. So without further ado, here is our WeedonCon 2017 panel. Get it started. Let's do really quick. So we all, it's a, it's 11.30 in the morning. Let's do like a quick warm up. Okay. Right? Like a warm up to get everyone warmed up. Uh, let's do, ooh, my mail would be too crazy to do <laughs> everyone. Everyone. Uh, you know what we can do? This is a fun, this is a fun one. Uh, from this side, the folks sitting here, what's a noise that you'd hear in Sunnydale? Arg. Perfect. Okay. So this is this side sound. Arg. You're welcome. <laughs> This side, what's a sound you that Angel would hear in Los Angeles? Great. <laughs> Great. The word. However, you, in, however you interpret that. <laughs> um, and then for us on the panel, mm -hmm. what's a sound that would be heard, or what's a word that would be exchanged during a crossover episode? Faith! <laughs> yeah. Great. So that's going to be our Faith. word. Yeah. So when I point to your side, you're gonna make that sound, and this is gonna—we're just gonna wake up, <laughs> and then it should all come together into a cacophony of of weedendom. Uh, all right. So let's start with our uh, with our angel side. Great. Oh. <laughs> Better than I expected. That was so good. That was and my like bar was high. Oh, that was like a harmony. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and then for the panel. Faith. And then, Arr. great. Okay, <laughs> let's get this started. Faith. 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 And everyone, Faith. Great. Hello and welcome to our WeedingCon special, everyone. How's it going? Uh, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for attending this panel. Uh, I know we're up against ladies of uh, of the Weedenverse, I believe. Oh, that's what I thought this was. So, uh, <laughs> we, and it is. Uh, <laughs> and don't ask any more questions. Uh, just introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Omar from Sunnydale Study Group. And I'm Chris from Sunnydale Study Group as well. And we're joined by our very good friends. I'll let them introduce themselves in whatever fashion you'd like to. I'm Kelly from Hellmouthy. And I'm Ryan from Hellmouthy. And they've been so kind to join us for our panel and our discussion about podcasting about Buffy, discussing Buffy, and also just making Buffy stuff 20 years later because oh, we yeah. just celebrated the anniversary. <laughs> Uh, and, and a huge thank you to you guys. This is so great. Uh, WeedonCon is legit, and I do not say this lightly, is my favorite convention. Because uh, 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 to quote Inara, uh, all my things are here. So <laughs> that's how I feel about WeedonCon. Uh, so thank you guys for coming, and uh, it's going to be a very fun discussion. Hello, Scott. 
Oh, here we go. Here we go. And now we got the bit. For those listening, this will um, this podcast will go up next week. Uh, this session, and so for those listening, we just got the bit that we yeah. can play stuff on Yay. the computer. If you could sense the tension before this, like, is it going to happen we all, now? Yeah. It's going to happen yeah. later. We Where's were all the fighting thing? about it. Yeah. it was, <laughs> I don't think we're doing the podcast anymore. We should cancel the panel. We don't have the thing. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So for those of you listening out in the world, in the future, we are about to show a video from Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and there's kind of been an ongoing saga about if we had the proper chords, and we do. Hooray! Yay. Anyway. As you were, you were saying. <laughs> so they have a special thing they sent over for us uh, that we will present in uh, in very shortly, uh, which might be now. Is it up? It's getting now. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, we forgot to include the projector in the warm up. That's, that's on me. That's on me. Uh, so while while the projector is waking up uh, and getting its own version of coffee, which I believe is electricity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and like, I think focusing. Right. Oh, yes. Process. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Do uh, you remember tracking? Oh, tracking. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, I remember tracking. With VHS? No. Yeah. It was a little little yeah, line. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was I. I'd forgotten that. I, oh, I just had like a PTSD flashback. <laughs> 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 it's like, no. <laughs> it's warped. Uh, so yeah, so we're gonna do a, a very quick discussion about podcasting and the world of, of podcasting, Buffy, why we do it, how we got into it, um, and then we are going to get into the general discussion of Buffy stuff because that's what we're all here to discuss. Uh, and when I say we, I mean all of us. It's gonna be a giant inclusive thing. And at the end, we have stuff that folks can win, and I think everyone might get something. <laughs> I think the numbers are working Yay. out. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, I'll figure out. I'll, I'll You'll I'll give everyone $10. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. I, uh, excuse me, I'll be back. <laughs> Never. Um, We've got a computer, we got a mic. <laughs> we have things we can give away. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I've got shirts. Uh, <laughs> on my a hat, uh, glasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, glasses. Uh, I'm sure I've got stuff in my pockets. Keys. <laughs> Keys. Oh, cars. <laughs> Uh, so great. So let's discuss very quickly how did how did you guys st- where was the idea to podcast Buffy for you guys? When did that start? How did that originate? Well, it started um, in a bar. It started because I cornered poor Ryan, and because I we had we were at a group hangout thing, and she, I think I said something about Buffy, and you had we had like a like we were like Ree! and like made eye contact, and I was like, oh my god. And then I cornered you at the bar, and everyone else had left, and you were like, I have to go like dog sit this dog. And I was like, yes, but we need to do a podcast. <laughs> and then we started. Yeah, and we podcast. just started. We just started. Which I think that's for that's been like the magic of it too, is it's you just have to start. Mm. Absolutely. And yes. It's been really enriching. If you want to become better friends with someone, at an accelerated rate. <laughs> force to so hang fast. out with them. Yeah, talk with them for a couple hours every single week scheduled. Yeah. yeah. And you become close. <laughs> or, or maybe never speak to each other again. I think we lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was, uh, and I think it was just really cool to also talk with someone who had been affected by Buffy so profoundly and also Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be able to share that with listeners too was really cool mm-hmm. and rewarding. Yeah, because everyone has their, especially from like you said, the time difference. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their rewatch uh, situation. Like right. that's where we all are. No one's like just 
discovering it, or not that many people are discovering it for the first time. Mm-hmm. So it was fun to connect with with Kelly and then with other guests that we've had and the different ways that they re- rewatch and the different things they see in it so yeah. many years later. That's am- the, the second question I had was going to be, wh- how is it different rewatching or watching Buffy as someone who's going to later be talking about it for at least an hour? With that in mind. Um, there's note taking, which I don't <laughs> normally do no. when I watch TV. <laughs> Oh yeah, Gilmore um, Girls is always just like, yep, yeah. yep, yep. yep. Oh my two. god, my like my <laughs> paper's like on fire from all the writing. It's like so much dialogue. Um, I think the biggest thing, and it's two sides of the same coin, is one that if there's a really good set of episodes, I can't keep going because I have to wait and <laughs> uh, record an episode and then do the next set. Oh, good point. And at yep. the same time, it also makes it a makes it a task, which yeah. it certainly wasn't before. It was something that I did purely because it made me happy. Um, and now it's sort of an assignment, but assignment I love, but it's yeah. something I have to, I schedule in my life, which it was, you know, come home and turn on Buffy before. <laughs> yeah. And I think like knowing that you're going to, uh, talk about it later too, you kind of watch the show with maybe a little bit more of a critical eye. And there are some parts of the show that like haven't aged as well as I mm-hmm. would like them to age, but there are parts that like mean that much more too. So it is really interesting. And also like when you rewatch it, you know exactly everything that's gonna happen. So a lot of times you're like, okay, yeah, this relationship's gonna go great. But, yeah. Riley's such a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, well, so here's the thing. Uh oh, okay. We thought about that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I discovered in this rewatch is Riley's not that bad. Oh! <laughs> well, Riley's a strange top. Has everybody seen the whole show? Okay. So, okay, yeah, because, okay, great. Has everybody seen Angel, too? All of it? Great. You can yeah. say no. It's totally yeah. fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, we'll be gently spoilerific because we non-spoiler in our podcast. Do you do it that you don't reference the future when you're going through yeah, it? Yeah, we try not okay, to yeah, spoil. Okay, yeah, we don't either. Sometimes always, it happens. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. But Sometimes I do interesting editing with bleeping mm-hmm. for a long time. <laughs> we'll do like leaning away from the microphone and be like... Yeah. <laughs> that is so smart that you guys do that. Because we just... Don't. <laughs> so, like, just, I, I guess they'll be on a disclaimer. Yeah, just like, like, by the way, like, Kiri's gonna ruin this. And then she's like, and all these people die. And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. What I found too with rewatching it is I kind of love every single episode even more now. Because, like, a large component of our podcast is that we use whatever the monster metaphor is and then talk about the episode, but then just relate it to our own life experience. Mm. And so there are episodes in the past that maybe didn't stand out as something good or just seemed kind of schlocky, like I, Robot, You, Jane, for mm-hmm. example. But upon rewatch, it's like now one of my favorite episodes. Because oh, it's like now that we live in this weird digital age, it's like, okay, no, this is like this insane time capsule. Willow on this, having like oh, an that internet Oh, that is the internet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like even, I'll start to love episodes more just because of the conversation we had about them, mm-hmm. even if the episode itself isn't one that I really liked that much in the past. That's yeah. something I love about your guys' podcast. Uh, everything becomes valuable. Yeah, Like, I totally. love that about you guys. Like, when you're discussing something, it's not like, and this hat, and then we skip over. It's like every element of an episode when you guys talking about it is, like, so rich and full of stuff that can affect people, which is something I feel like when I'm just binging shows... That's not the case. Yeah. You know, like, even with, like, Netflix's Daredevil, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, great. I don't really think about it. 
Yeah. But well, it's like, but no, everything affects you emotionally. Right. <laughs> well, it's also because you're going to then talk to someone about it. So you're going to have to put into words, like, why you reacted so strongly to Buffy's hair in that scene. Like, <laughs> oh you can't God. just, like, or Willow's Muppet top. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, but, so it's nice you... Because you really do have to like synthesize it mm-hmm. versus just yeah riding on the roller coaster. Yeah, and also kind of touching on what you were saying earlier, Chris, is that like when you rewatch these episodes, and a lot of times like the first time I watch it, I, I'll or the first time I, I remember having memories of. I remember having memories. You can I remember, I remember thinking like, I don't like that like Buffy did that there. It, she's like bugging me here. And then when I watch it again, I realize it's because like I identify with her and like she's making a decision that I probably would have made and been shameful of or yeah. like acted in a selfish way, which is like a tendency that I have when I'm at my lowest. And so it's like interesting to, it is very therapeutic to watch the show mm-hmm. and to like force yourself to see everything through the lens of each character and really see them as full people because that's what they're written as. Yeah. Um, and they're not just like archetypes. Mm-hmm. Like it, at a glance, sure, you can say, that's what this show does. Right. Is it takes an archetype and says like, no, this is more, this is about life, which is awesome. Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if we did Gossip Girl, yeah. we would have fun because we have fun together, yeah. but we wouldn't have as much meat to dig into. Totally. And it wouldn't have the same kind of relevancy. Mm. Yeah, it's like Chuck's back from Paris with chocolates. Yeah. Mm. I've like, never done that. But what does it mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, off of that, Xander is an interesting person to rewatch uh-huh. because initially Xander was what drew me into the show mm-hmm. as a high school boy. Uh, and then when you rewatch the show, I'm like, ugh, Xander. Oh, God. That's but I was like, no, but that's because like, yeah. Xander is an incredibly honest representation of what high school boys are like. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Brennan just appears, I'm you from the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he's here. He will be, he's, he will be a wall okay. away in 15 minutes. <laughs> so we'll bring it up to him. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were wa- oh, man, yeah, there's some, there's some skin crawl decisions that Xander makes. It's like the... The kick his ass moment at the end of yeah. Yeah. season, season two. two is so disturbing and it has such a negative effect on such a huge level. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just so honest. And that since Xander is just a friend and he is kind of supposed to be this innocent figure, the fact that someone with like such little actual physical power because of his own personal decision has a catastrophic effect mm-hmm. on like a major scale. Right, and has no consequence for it. Right. And so then when we're talking about those episodes, we know there's no consequence. So it's like there's a way to to really see how it fits into the larger narrative. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I think I like about it. And also, I mean, like when you, that decision particularly, like we've all been that angry and spiteful. Like yep. we've all been like that vindictive and like, you know what? Am mm-hmm. I allowed to curse? Screw that guy, right? <laughs> like, just like, like I don't care that this is gonna hurt you. Like, I want my way right now. Yeah. And so that's like, I think that's something that we don't like to identify, but with, but do. Yeah. Which is a very. I feel like the rewatching allows you to kind of like enjoy the honesty of a lot of Buffy stuff, which is so great. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. It's. I. It's. I don't want to sound super culty. But it is such a good thing. I mean, we're in company. We can say yeah. this. It's a really good show, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, above and beyond a very good show. 
And it's just really great that there's uh, that's, there's so many people that are celebrating that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to get your guys' perspective on the the village. I think it was a village. Now I think it's a full-blown by population city of Buffy podcasts that are out <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. right now. Because for us, it's always like anytime we find out that someone is doing a Buffy podcast, it's like the most exciting. Like we find a new yeah. one, we're like, yeah. yes, thank God. Yeah. And it's never, like some people are like, oh, that's a lot of competition. I'm like, I don't think it is though. I think that's like a, that it, it's not. Because like the thing is, yes, we're all using the same source material, but it's like, there's different people talking about it, so it's mm-hmm. a different yeah. show. Like it, you do bring, there are different styles to approach the show. Mm-hmm. Like all the shows are, all the podcasts are different. Um, and I think, like the reason I listen to a podcast is to hear the like people talk about whatever they're gonna talk about. What would you and we can go down the line, what would you say is like your what do, what angle do you bring to the conversation about Buffy? It doesn't have to be a super deep emotional um, answer. What do we do? Like we go pretty like, blue. <laughs> <laughs> um We get real. Yeah, I think that we use Buffy as a way to connect with each other and to connect with our guests on in a really honest way. But if I was doing like the log line, I think <laughs> I would say something like it. It's like if you uh, were having a slumber party with Kelly and I, and we were all watching the show. Yeah, because we're oh, that that's honest. So good. You know? like, yeah. Yeah, and a lot real. of times we like admit. Like there have been times where I've been like, yeah, I guess I'm just like a selfish person or I guess I'm just like you know mm-hmm. like when I think we do we are willing to like look at ourselves in kind of an unsavory light when like what does it mean like how we reacted to an episode what does that mean right and I think that's how we can feel not that what we're doing is not just uh, one in a line of everybody else because that's what we can offer mm-hmm. is our perspectives also we're hilarious jokes per minute <laughs> whoa that's Wait, a great elevator self, pitch. Did you say selfish or self-aggrandizing? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will. I will see if I can make you guys shirts that say shirts or hats that say we're hilarious and like a period. <laughs> like, we're hilarious and just boom. You know? <laughs> Done. Yeah. So you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris. What would you say is your? What do you contribute to the Buffy conversation? Because oh, I'm looking for some I'm new sure. hosts, um, and this is a make-or-break moment for you, pal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I bring to it is I really, truly, literally, fully believe that it is the greatest story ever told on Earth, ever. <laughs> and I believe it so deeply and obsessively, and there's nothing that has brought me to just... Like, I won't... There are certain moments of Buffy and Angel that I can't describe without weeping. Uh, specifically some moments in the later seasons of Angel Ooh. that if I even start, like I, like I need to like block it out of my head right now or I'm just gonna fall apart right here. And I think that that just, basically just a religious adoration that it is the moments where Buffy is on her quest and those like, almost as biblical important events. Uh, you know in a never ending story where they're in the cave and Atreyu sees on the wall like the events of his like life and they're like painted Why in these Why don't you kind do of... what you dream? <laughs> right. yeah. 
And then he like sees like the painting of Gamork, and then it happens. It's like I feel like they're. Um, ooh, I, I don't. I can. We can start this now. I don't know if I've ever actually told people that I wanted this to happen. I told uh, artist Monica Manana, who's a good friend. She is an amazing painter, and I want to do something called the Justine Chapel, which oh is a massive ceiling of just like. This is Sistine Chapel, but it's Buffy, and at the center, I think it would either be, I think it would be probably Fillion and Joss would be fine. <laughs> but, um, are you, are you pitching a, a real ceiling? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is Not like a, a painting, like a ceiling. No, like, like an we need a building Michelangelo massive. And is this some kind of place of worship that we can all visit? Yes. Or is this like this open to people to come? Yes, okay. exactly. To pilgrimage. Yeah, the Jostine Chapel. What's, I believe and that Fillion would go there and look up and go, yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be his reaction. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's my particular contribution is just, I think it's the most important thing. You're the bannerman, right? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. A man with a banner? There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm the not like a, a spin-off of the Hulk. <laughs> like, <laughs> a knockoff. I'm Bruce Bannerman. <laughs> I'm a scientist, and boy, I have a temper sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel... What about you, Omar? I asked this question, and I did not think about my answer. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I what I'm getting out of it right now is the... I, I love a, I'm a... I studied film theory at UCSB, which is still blowing my mind that that's... UC Sunnydale, um, and, uh, and I love seeing the what the writers and producers and directors and actors, uh, all the creative folk brought to the table from almost like a culture theory perspective, and like the dynamic. Like for the longest time, I was like, yeah, Faith Buffy, they fight. They're sort of like sisters. But seeing how like one of them is like a Nietzschean concept and the other is like more of like like a contemporary like Western hero, and it's such a smart show. I think that's that's what I'm able to bring. It's because I studied that for so many years, and I'm like, finally, I have a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll work film jobs, and I'll be like, and you know what we can do? This camera, the camera is the ideology. And they're like, okay, no, just point it and <laughs> hit record, please. Uh, so now I get to talk about that, which is very, very exciting. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably what I bring. Mm-hmm. So we got the humor, the realness, uh, the love, and nerdiness. I'd say you're the Buffy of our podcast. I'm the Buffy? Oh, that's Thank the nicest you. thing anyone can Whoa. say to anyone. Thank you. High praise. Who's he? Um, oh, he's the Anya. Oh, <laughs> that's, oh, that's good too. Are there any wrong answers? Thank you. No. Well. Except how I and it's not working. I'm so sorry. Guys, let's give it up for Scott for trying. Thank you so much. Thank you, Scott. I'm so sorry you had to run around and try that. We'll just show it to everybody right here. It's okay. It's my job. Okay, is it, is the, do you think that the speaker will work? Yeah, it should. Okay, great. Scott is the angel of our panel. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the silent sure. defender. Oh, my God. Just doing his job. Yeah. yeah. Right. He didn't want thanks. No, he didn't. Thank uh, you. Sorry. getting it anyhow. All right. Well, should we show the video just now? Yeah, so let's see yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, so does anybody want to watch the Buffering the Vampire Slayers contribution video? We're going to watch it here. We can't get on the projector because... Computers are because Moloch the Destroyer is <laughs> into the there system. Uh, all right, so they are. You'll, 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 I'll let them speak for themselves. <laughs> well, I'll let them say it. Yeah. Now Sam is by himself. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Back to the beginning. Oh no! So it turned to hell. <laughs> 
Somebody.
And they're all amazing. Uh, specifically, I think the Never Kill a Boy on a First Date song is like... Gospel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. They're all so good. But that one is like, should be uh, like, it's almost like it came from the 50s. And it's like one of those songs you hear on the radio that your dad always listened to. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Go listen to the songs. <laughs> Anyway, oh, and if you uh, want their, uh, to donate to their Patreon, then you get access to the recorded versions of the song earlier. So you should go to that as well. Awesome. Right. And thank you guys all for, uh, I, I felt like it was like a story arc of the, pod, of the panel was like, Steve and his battle against the computer. <laughs> yeah. And we still, Scott. it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we saw it through. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but so we're always here to do. Yeah. <laughs> So now uh, we're going to open this up a little bit, transition out of strictly talking about podcasty stuff, uh, especially because I feel like in a few minutes we're going to hear a lot of applause from behind us because Nicholas Brendan should um. be on the other side of the wall. We should do like a Shakespeare thing, like have a hole and just whisper, whisper <laughs> to Nick. <laughs> just send notes. Nick. That sounds yeah. like a, I don't know, like a night soap. Yeah. Whispers, Whispers to, to Nick. Nick. Or a Nicholas Sparks novel. Oh, oh God. Wow. I thought you were dead. I am. We both are. Wait. No. <laughs> I no, might be completely off model. <laughs> no, if they were both dead, they could be together. Oh, love ghosts. Oh, um, I'm only a ghost in the day and you're only a ghost in the night. There you go. Solved it. No. Oh, but right. at dusk and dawn. Wait, is this just Ladyhawk? <laughs> we pitched Ladyhawk. Great. Uh, we can all go home. <laughs> uh, so let's... And there he is. Uh, oh, when you say Lady Hawk three times, Nicholas Brendan appears. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, let's do some applause of our own. You can vote as many times as you want. We're going to vote on seasons. Okay? Oh. Right. So if you want to vote for all of them, hey, power to you. If there's one that you're like, yeah, it's only five, the rest are rubbish, that's an extreme opinion, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so let's give it a go. Season one. Who's a fan? Okay. Oh, light. <laughs> to be honest, as expected. Yeah. <laughs> season two. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Spyglide season yeah. two. <laughs> season three. Woo! <laughs> Classic high school stuff, mm-hmm. right? The mayor. Love the mayor. Season four. <laughs> I hear shifting. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, season five. Season six. Okay, here's my caveat. Specific episodes in season six. Not feeling like the cone stuff? Got it. Um, season seven. Uh, and last question. Uh, I have questions. 
and finally, uh, specifically Felicia as a potential in season seven. <laughs> Again, as expected. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what's happening? That's not I, Nicholas Brendan? I think it's someone doing a Mark Hamill impersonation of Mark Hamill doing a song. For fun. That's a lot of levels. <laughs> yeah. uh, Great. Uh, so now we know where we all stand on the show's layout, <laughs> uh, which is very good to know. I thought we could have some fun and just talk about Buffy Sunnydale stuff. And so for you guys, I wanted to ask your favorite underrated, undermentioned character in all of Buffy. You don't have to extend out into Angel because that's everyone oh, <laughs> yeah I'll, we can do it too though right it's that's a lot of work because you guys do you have your own separate podcast for angel it's on the yeah. same feed but it's okay. labeled yeah. so Paul just so people know yeah. like if they mm-hmm. don't read angel or watch angel they can just skip mm-hmm. over those ones so, like none of the la stuff we yeah uh, we do we do angel as well yeah, yeah. yeah. we just call it sunnydale study group investigating, investigating angel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, favorite from specifically Buffy, favorite okay. underrated where you're like, this person should get more mentions or more time. Well, always Anya, even though, I mean, Anya's my very favorite character in all of Whedon's storytelling. Um, I mention her because even though I think that amongst the fan community, we all respect her, that she is not someone that ultimately really has dug her way into like the pop cultural lexicon level. I see, I see. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like Sure, sure. Yeah. So That's a fair answer. I'll fair answer. Mention, and to tie it to Anya, to Hoffren, because I have a little uh. statue of him in my room and <laughs> Uh, and I used to have a screen name back in the AIM days. Oh you kids God. remember that stuff? Uh, and it was DeHoffren Avenger was my screen oh, name. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is before, like, Joss was directing Avengers. Yeah. So really, it was just yeah. the Avenger of DeHoffren, <laughs> lowercase a. Yeah. <laughs> Great. How about you guys? Chibon Kelly? Um, I, you know, I actually feel like... Uh, one of the more tragic characters is Jonathan. Oh, what a good answer. Because, like, he... I, from the very beginning, I love that he rose from, like, extra that showed up a lot. Yeah. To, like, a main character, He was basically. a name, right? In the first season? No, he wasn't. No one had a name for him. And then he, you know, gives the um, class protector mm-hmm. award. And then... He's named in season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so he's named in season two. I think two. in the Impata episode, he's given... Yes, when um, she tries to kiss him in the back, and some and someone mentions like, Don't no, just no, 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 he's named he's named in the interrogate in Willow's interrogation. I think is the first time he's ever given a name. Before that, he was. And, just, but that episode was like him, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's where he pees in the pool. I think he's <laughs> right. named. Oh Correct me God. if I'm wrong. I think the first time you hear the name Jonathan, he I showed can picture up. Willow being like, "So Jonathan." Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. That sequence is so good. And he's it's like, I so peed good. in the pool. <laughs> what a good answer, though, Jonathan, absolutely. And he's in the unaired pilot. He is, he is. But he's oh, not God. in the actual pilot. No. But he is, yet, he's in line in the bronze in the unaired pilot. Yeah, I just think he's, like, I don't know, I feel like we've all been the kid that feels like they're not noticed. And then I think they flesh him out really well. Mm-hmm. And he's given uh, feelings and thoughts and things that are completely relatable and is roped into something he... Can't really deal with. Also, Sunnydale, as you mentioned, I just want to really, I just, this popped in my head, so I feel if I need to say it, which is maybe an impulse I shouldn't follow. But, um, <laughs> like, Sunnydale Townies. 
He's a Sunnydale town. Yeah, he is. Who are the like? What happens to the the kids who stay in a town that's on the Hellmouth? Jonathan, like. That's <laughs> <laughs> and then the career of Danny Strong is amazing. Yeah. It's strong. Yeah, yeah he's I an mean, award. Yeah. He's like an Oscar winner. Yeah, or an Emmy winner. Emmy yeah, winner. He's a fantastic writer. Yeah, yeah Great actor, he is. Favorite underrated. Okay, so I think I misunderstood the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now I'm having trouble thinking. Okay, so if we're talking, because it, if it's somebody I wish had way more scenes, yes, it's Mr. Trick. Oh, because, what a fantastic yeah, answer. Because uh, right now, 100% of the seconds that he's on screen, I'm happy. Yeah, I want more time. Uh, but that's not as like sweet as your guys' answer. So well, but you can still you can still like okay. that. Then Mr. Trick. <laughs> I think Trick is a great answer. He's great. No, yeah, I wanted more of him every second he was on there. I was like, yeah. more, more. Yeah. How about you? I have always been a huge proponent of Buffy's roommate Cat. I think that oh she steals the scene. Like, she is a, a hilarious actor. Yeah, yeah she's so really good. Funny. She's in like it's the second you meet her, you're like, oh dear God. Like that's <laughs> yeah. That's a hard thing to pull off, and every time I listen to Cher... Uh, yes! Okay. Um, yeah. When you wake up, while you brush your teeth... Yes. Yeah. Like, breakfast music, mm-hmm. lunch music, yeah. That scene where she's, like, putting that Celine Dion poster <laughs> yes. up, and it's like, I think we're going to be great friends. I was like, oh, Lord. Because <laughs> originally it was supposed to be Celine Dion... I think it was supposed oh, to be a Celine Dion song, and so it's really funny that it was going to be. But that's 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 too much. I'm glad they made the change. Yeah. Ugh, gilding the lily. A lot of Celine. Yeah. yeah. Well, she likes the divas. She doesn't necessarily exactly. like only Celine Dion. Because I think she sees herself in them, mm-hmm. and yeah, I do sure. too. Everyone wants to be a star. <laughs> Where's her spinoff comic? Mm-hmm. Are you like guys a share or a Celine? Ooh. Is that a, that's not recent. It's a thing now. Share. Share Celine. Share. Share. What? Share. Who? Okay, Celine. If you can no judge judgment. But is anyone in here a Celine? Okay. We got a Celine. Okay. Like we said, no judgment. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's specify uh, you seeing yourself, not necessarily as a fan. Oh no. Do you see yourself as a Celine or do you see yourself as a Cher? Let's hear. Do you see yourself as a Celine? Round of applause. I think realistically, I'm a Celine. Okay. Do you see yourself as a Cher? I'm Cher's Twitter feed. Okay, good. Insane. <laughs> That's me. Yep. Yep. Like, I can see that. Unpredictable and so many emojis. <laughs> uh, great. Let's now talk about our favorite town, Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, in one of our sessions, we walked around the town. Oh, did you in Torrance? Uh, oh, no, no. Chris did that on his own. Oh, okay. It was not a session. Okay. Chris just did that. Stephanie and Keith and all them did a... They have a panel coming up next that you should all stay for. Oh, I, um, I went by myself. <laughs> I was visiting a friend's baby in Torrance. And I had The gone. friends weren't there, just the baby. The <laughs> yeah. baby was at home. The baby visiting. was like, finally, I put out the crudite <laughs> and you haven't arrived. Right. I brought the baby a, a, a tiny plush turkey. Oh. And then I was going home and I had never gone to... Has, Round of applause. Have you gone to Sunnydale High, the actual place? It's there. It's there. It's it's it. You go inside where Miss Calendar had her moment with Angelus. That is a space inside. Yeah. And so I just drove. You go there. It is the it is the trippiest thing in the world. And it was just so eerily quiet. But um, I went into a classroom to like tell someone because I didn't want to be like this weird guy walking around a high school. And so I asked them if I could go. And I was like, hi, I'm a big fan of Buffy the Vampire. So they're like, just, get, just go back there. <laughs> 
But you gotta go. Make the pilgrimage. It'll be, it'll do things to you, as I, you guys can attest to. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Torrance, oh, and did I, you go to that school? No, I didn't. Oh. They were like, they weren't our rival school, I would say. But I would, mm, we like didn't have great chemistry with them. There were some rumbles. There were some rumbles, which I was not a part of because I was like, I'm scared. Um, but uh, like West Side Story. Level I was rumbles. about to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, a panel of nerds, like <laughs> all get that reference, yeah. But I remember like feel it feeling so magical every time you're there because mm. it does like you really do feel like you're there, and also the um, the summer's house is there. Yes, oh, I haven't gone to that. It's right down the street. Well, you know what? You missed your opportunity. You'll never get to go there again. Torrance is close. Yeah, maybe the baby can visit? get you in. Yeah. <laughs> You'll need a permission slip. <laughs> um, that is so cool that your rival school was Sunnydale. Yeah, I went to South High, so South High, Torrance High. Oh, you were on the other side. You were in the bad part of town. Yeah. <laughs> Which is right next to the good part yeah. of town. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, what we did is we brought up a map of Sunnydale, and then we just like made believe that we were like Aww. walking around it. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys, what's your favorite spot? What's your What would be your spot in Sunnydale? And this is going to I mean, be open to everyone. If you have an answer, we will call on you. Because I want to know everyone's spots of where they would hang out. I mean, if I were a teenager in Sunnydale, yes. the place I would go, if I would go to the bluff <laughs> from Amends. Oh, okay, okay. Where okay. I could see the Kingman's whole... Bluff. Yes. Kingman's Bluff. <laughs> I know that from the map. Were you trying <laughs> yeah, to... I was like, I didn't know that it had names. Were you trying to feed an answer? You were like, I was trying to like say it. Yeah, 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 you were definitely. No. I thought we were going to be like, the bronze. <laughs> the bronze is like, I was not that cool. Oh, okay. Is I would want to. Cool? It's got a lot of cockroaches. You <laughs> we got Spike in the front, just so uh, for those listening. Yeah. I don't know. They serve beer sometimes. They do. They and they have music. Yeah. yeah. I would want to be alone in the bluff, reading a book, hating everyone. Okay, oh, that's great. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, see, I would have been like really, really wanting to go to the bronze, but not really having anybody to go with. So I'd probably be like skulking around that like weird outdoor area coffee shop that like oh yeah they oh, meet yeah, up yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's state? like alfresco yeah. dining yes <laughs> yeah. yeah probably would have been just like skulking around there what's maybe. that one called do you know the name of it we looked it up when we were on we were on the map but I forget now it's yeah. like a coffee name it's the one where like when the Angel bean. comes back yeah uh, in season four and, and like and takes Willow aside yes. yeah and like there's a lot of like people meeting there intermittently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's a spot that off-screen Willow and Buffy go to a lot. Oh, yeah. Because sure. it's like their place to get coffee, but we only see them get coffee there a few yeah. times. Is there like a Riley date that happens there? They walk past. They, they they walk run, past. She run in, runs into him in something blue, I think, there. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Right, because she's staring at the yeah, like, uh, right wedding right. dress. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to challenge. So we're, you guys are in season six and season three right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're in season four and season one right now, Buffy Angel, respectively. I am going to challenge myself to like Riley this time. Do okay, it. it's a come come to because I like when I when he showed up in the freshman, I was just like, oh god, oh no, yeah. so much Riley to go. Well, it's like every time, like every time he's on screen, I'm like, I don't remember a time when he wasn't on screen. <laughs> this is so boring. This is my but, life now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he hangs around. It's he, like two he seasons is around. like God. He is like a tick. Like. Can't get out of your skin, but you know what? I will say, having, I'm try to like him. having rewatched it, I, I don't think I came out of it liking him, but I did come out of it thinking at times, like, 
I see. I kind of see where he's coming from. Yeah. Oh, totally. Where I think he deserves yeah. empathy. Yeah. 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 Totally. yeah. <laughs> like that's I huge get coming it. from Spike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huge. I, I know. I get the, the heartbroken guy who gets yeah. battered around by the Slayer. I totally yeah. relate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm guessing your answer is not the initiative's uh, no, prison. Obviously the crypt. Comfortable, great for some people. rock numbers, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. The, the nails dry real quick. In the <laughs> now, out of character, I would say that if I was hanging out in a place, it would be the library in the high school first because it's the coolest library. No yeah, it's a fantastic I'd be in the background reading a book that like is for school and doing <laughs> things on the table and be like, what? <laughs> and then I would be really sad. And then I would've been hanging out at the magic shop, and like, this is like the library! <laughs> <laughs> this is the best! Oh, and then like, wait, is this real magic? Because the magic I'm used to is like, spring snakes you can. <laughs> and you want to sell me what? Where do you keep the fake things? <laughs> you mentioning that you'd be the guy just like reading a book for school, this is not me saying you're this person at all, but it made me think of, do you guys remember that guy, Owen? Uh, when oh, he explained what a clock was to Buffy? We know and I try not to remember. <laughs> I remember when he he's like, I read poetry, Emily Dickinson. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, as a Plath fan. <laughs> oh, so <yeah. laughs> that would have been so funny if like you popped out and we're like, actually, um, as a Plath fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, crumb. <laughs> Let me talk to you about fever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be the uh, that would be the silliest face off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Once again, now that Owen's been brought up, never kill a boy on a first date. <laughs> 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 I'm the vampire slayer. Oh my God, what a hit. All right. uh, so we, uh, we've got five minutes. I say we wrap up and then I would like to give away some stuff. Oh great. Yeah. Uh, and if that, because I don't want to flood into the rest of, uh, to anyone else's time. So if we need to, we can do it outside. Um, but where can they find you guys? You can find us on iTunes, uh, How Mouthy. Um, Stitcher. And like Stitcher, anywhere. SoundCloud, anywhere you get podcasts, basically. Uh, iTunes is a good go-to just because it's easy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Very I mean, easy. Yeah. We're the only Hellmouthy. We are the only Hellmouthy. So Hellmouthy on Twitter. Hellmouthy on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Facebook. You can find us on our Facebook page. Um, yeah. Picture. Oh, chat with us, man. Yeah, a good candid panel shot. We're all looking at the camera. <laughs> well, we got one of those. Yeah, like one of those first. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Uh, oh, oh, uh, just let's say something really funny and we'll all laugh. Uh, so really funny. Yeah. Uh, We're already laughing. Oh, Owen. Never saw him again. Uh, great. We're Sunnydale Study Group. You can find us at SSG Podcast on Twitter, as well as Sunnydale Study Group on Facebook and Sunnydale Study Group on Instagram. Uh, you know what? Take the week off. You don't have to do homework. We have homework assignments, and yeah, we uh, do SSG homework. Let's rest up from uh, <laughs> from from WeedonCon, and then really quickly while we have maybe a minute to two, uh, let's get some stuff out. Yeah, uh, and so stop. I've got stuff. All I planned was we can ask questions, and if people can answer them, they get a thing. Does That's that make great. sense? Yeah. Great. I'll start it off, but I only have one in mind. So oh no, well, I ask can, it. We, yeah, we can. Yeah. We and can then just, so we it's going to come to you guys. Listen, okay. okay. Improvise. Great. <laughs> Ooh, this is like groundlings all over. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> if you could boil Buffy the Vampire Slayer into one word, what would you say? That's such a good question. Fierce? 
And we're talking, the shadow character. Yeah, uh, I'd say the whole show is fierce. Fierce, fierce, mm-hmm. that's great. I would say choice. Ooh. I'm gonna go with strength. Mm. Guys, this is hard. I think empowerment. Yeah. I love that answer. Good words. Good words. Great. If anyone else has a question, you get a thing. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Made a lot of things. Should we hold the things up? Oh. Yeah, there's items. Items. Many things. You can put them on display. Only one of them is not related to Buffy, really. Uh, Okay. Spike in the front. Spike of Buffy. Spike (laughs) or Angel? Oh. Okay. Angel. Angel. Spike. Spike. Spike! Here's why. Because Angel. Watch it back. Those. Watch it back. The relationship between Buffy and Angel, and not Buffy and Angelus, is a better relationship. And in on, on a pure level of an epic romance, it is the relationship. And the moment at the end of season three. The, moment, the way season two concludes, the moment with Akathla, it's so much higher of a level than, and I adore Spike as a hero and as a villain, and I love him on Angel, I love him independently, but the spuffy stuff in season six, I think is the most dark, drab, depressing, let's remind ourselves how that season ends. It's like that, no, I don't cheer for that relationship. I cheer for the guy who decided to, he knew that it was better for her, for him to completely just remove himself from just society and then go become a detective. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> Counterpoint. Oh, jeez. Um, I get it. I get it. You know, you can tell me Angel and, and Buffy are meant to be fine. But you know what? Here's the thing. Not every relationship has to be an OTP. I'm just saying that Buffy needed what she needed, and what she needed was to do a little dirty. And that's Spike. And, and I think that the strength OTP. of the- You down with OTP? <laughs> no, me. Um, the strength of the show is that both of those relationships are treated with validity and honesty. Totally. So like, I'm glad that they both exist. I would never want one without the other. But yeah, Angel is the soulmate. You get, so I heard you have a thing for blondes. Here's Cinderella. <laughs> uh, great. If anyone else has any questions to throw out really quickly, I think we have like a minute. Uh, I have two questions. Uh, what is this and what is that? Great. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh. I know mine. Say it. Yeah, go for it. Oh, now I have to share it? Uh, uh, I am going, uh, it's uh, bored now. Mm. Both times. Um, oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mine is actually from Angel, uh-huh. and I've referenced it like a thousand times. Yeah. So I know that Ryan already knows what it is. Um, and it's that if nothing we do matters, then the only thing that matters is what we do. Yes. Great. Which is so important for right now. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Yes. Did you see that Daily Show episode where there was like someone in a like a war torn foreign yep. country? It that- was Russia. Oh. <laughs> oh, so it was some a of woman in Russia. <laughs> they like used that really? quote, and they were yeah. like, the series Angel gives me hope. <gasps> oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Let's go find Look it. Look at The only one that's popping into my mind, this is like, I wish I had prepared harder. I, but I think of the end of, the end of season one in Prophecy Girl, when she says, I'm only 16 years old, I don't want to die. Yeah. I think of that moment, I think that moment might be one of my favorite moments of the show, because I feel like it transitions the show from something much lighter to the, the more darker adult thing that it becomes. But that's not a great quote. 
I'll think about it. I think it's. I'll mean, send you an email. I don't know. <laughs> and then Chris. And then uh, and you'll like this one. Uh, if every vampire who said it was at the crucifixion was actually there, it would have been like Woodstock. How is that Woodstock? For the next six hours, watching would you like uh, Angel or Avengers? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna give you. A <laughs> okay. And then we got one more question. One and then we'll wrap. Yeah, you have yeah. questions. So on, on, in both Angel and Buffy, uh, and on both sides, a lot of weapons were introduced. Sometimes the technology or ancient. Do you have a favorite? Uh, the Hungamunga, which is the weapon that she uses in what's it called? Uh, Anne. In Anne, the premiere of season three, that weapon that is in the opening credits up until season five is like that shot where she comes down and she's holding it. It's, I know that name of that weapon because there was a behind the scenes thing on it on the VHS tapes that I originally discovered Buffy on. And so I'm just saying that one because it looks cool and weird and Great. I know the name of it. <laughs> I think for me it's the rocket launcher in Innocence. It's so dope when she brings that thing Um, I would actually say uh, the, um, I don't know the name of it, but it's the D head chop, it's the head chopper offer that Fred makes oh, at the yes. very beginning, which just, I feel like the introduction of that and its use demonstrates like Fred's place mm -hmm. on the team. Right Because away. like that whole, episode is like her being like I don't know how I fit in and then it's like right there it's like you're the smart builder techie person <laughs> that's scientist. also like dope and <laughs> awesome so I like I love that as like her introduction with this like awesome head chopper offer that's great slash toaster <laughs> uh, and my answer is fate's crossbow because whenever I play D&D &D and I have a crossbow, I call it Faith. Yeah. And I think it's my favorite on-screen crossbow. That's a good-looking crossbow. It hits the mark. It, it's, uh, it's a good crossbow. Missed the heart. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is our time. I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you who came to our panel. Thank you. Uh, Do you want After the Fall, Volume 1? It's Volume 2. I say give both. Double Z? Whoa. Whoa, you're going to make everyone else? You're going to give someone Volume 2 without Volume 1? <laughs> By the way, there's a dragon. Uh, um, so thank you guys so much. I just want to say, it's so cool that this convention exists. It's so awesome that you guys are here and that we all get to do this together and be part of this culture. It's such an encouraging community. It's such an open-minded community. So keep being yourself, keep being wonderful. You deserve a round of applause. Thank you to our guests from Hellmouthy. Thank you so much, you guys, for having us. Of course. It's so fun. Uh, and we'll, we'll see you guys at next Weed and Con. Have a good one, guys. Take care.